Welcome back, friend. I'm just gonna go ahead and get started with how my day was because certain things were just very interesting. Um, so, you know, education today, lots of craziness that we deal with, but my morning started with the fact that we had a social media threat last night of a kid coming to shoot up the school with an AR-15. And so I have, you know, a flood of messages for my kids because we're supposed to have practice this morning and parents don't want them to come, rightfully so. So that was, you know, just a, a lovely start to the morning. And I was already planning on taking a half day today because I needed to have a plumber come out and look at the pipes under my kitchen sink. I have an issue with garbage disposal. And so I was like, well, you know, all these kids already have told me that they're not going to come. So I might as well just take a full day off. And then I started to think about anxiety And if you don't have anxiety on the daily basis, let me describe to you some of what anxiety looks like. Also, I didn't realize that I had anxiety growing up. And now it's like I look back and I'm like, oh, duh, that's exactly what that was. Um, But recent years, I'm, I'm able to identify it. I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely have high functioning anxiety, high functioning anxiety for sure. Um, But... Um, I'm waiting for the plumber guy to come, which I also think is funny because I love that they have these apps where you can track them now. You know, you know what they look like. It's all there to help you feel safe, make sure the right person's coming, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then I felt like the creepy person as I'm like diligently watching the little logo of the truck get closer or stop, whatever. But the reason why I mentioned anxiety is it's because I know I'm going to have to put my dogs up because they will go nuts if somebody's there. And so I'm going to have to put them in their crates before he gets there. And the longer they're in the crates before, the more agitated they're going to get. So I'm trying to like time everything perfectly then it keeps stopping and then I'll like reload it and then all of a sudden it shows he's like a little bit farther but then it shows he stops anyway so I'm feeling like a creepy person like just following this you know it looks also kind of like a game you're like ooh, is he gonna get here on time is my little um what my little bit moji guy <laughs> gonna cross the finish line on time no it's uh he's already late he was already supposed to be here which I'm like then why doesn't it update the time that it says that they're gonna arrive if it's already past the time that it's right isn't that that part of the point is to like get an, an accurate ETA anyway um so I know the dogs are gonna bark the whole time he's here that's fine and dandy Um, But I also am like just wanting to get this over with. Another thing that I worry about is I'm like, oh my God, how much is this going to cost? Last month, I ended up having to replace two tires on my car and that was like an, you know, anticipated expense. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen with this? So I'm also worried about what he's going to tell me is wrong and how much it's going to cost. Or am I going to have to take another day off from school? I feel like everyone can relate to the having to take off work for appointments and especially different kinds of appointments where like you have to be home because there's that like time frame window um, that you're like, well, we they'll show up between, you know, 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. So make sure you're there and then they don't show up and then you have to reschedule it and have to take off another day. That always drives me insane. Um, so that was another thing I was worried about. I was like, what if it's like a thing where they're going to have to come back and do it another day? Because I've already taken more time off so far this year 
than I normally would like for a full year. <laughs> it is one of those years, y'all. Um, I feel end of year tired and we're in the eighth week of school. It's the first week of October and I know I'm not the only one that feels that way, but I digress. So uh, I see that the guy ends up pulling up. Well, then, you know, I took my creeper status to a whole nother level. So obviously I've been tracking him this whole time. Like, you know, then I'm like, okay, he's here. So I like, you know, peek through the blinds cause it showed that he's going to be here. I'm like, okay, great. Well, then he like, doesn't come to the door right away. And then I'm like, okay, well, I actually kind of also don't want him to like knock on the door, ring the doorbell. Cause that'll make the dogs get even louder. So I'm just going to like meet him at the door. So I'm literally like creepily staring at him through the peephole, like face up against the door, waiting for him to get out of his truck so that I can open the door and be like, hey, you know, uh, homeboy took a whole solid 10 minutes in his truck before he came in. And I'm not exaggerating when I say 10 minutes. So I'm like literally sitting at my door for 10 minutes, staring through the people at this guy. Again, I feel like the creepy stalker person who's about to attack this guy that's going to walk in. Um, so I don't know if he was like pulling up the paperwork on what's going on. If he was eating a late lunch in his car, I I don't know, but I'm like, dude, like it notifies you that you're at the house. So you're there. It was literally 10 minutes before you came in anyway, but the whole time that 10 minutes is happening, like my anxiety level is increasing because I'm like, Oh my God, I just want to get this over this. I just want to get this over with. And he's here, but we're like, we can't get it. Like he, it's nothing's happening. Like I've been waiting, like everything (laughs) has been like built up around this day and this time. So like, let's go. Um, and you know, and then you're, you're just, you never know what kind of person you're going to get. And again, like, you're like, well, what's the worst case scenario? Cause that could happen again. This is, these are things that anxiety brain does. You're like, what's the worst case scenario? Cause that's probably what's going to happen. Let's worry about that until you know. Um, the guy ended up being really nice and thankfully, um, <laughs> and then I switched from anxiety brain to a uh, dirty mind in the gutter brain. So, I mean, like a younger, decent looking guy and, um, he ends up cleaning out my drains. Uh, but at one point he was telling me like, um, yeah, it's really thick in there. And I was just like fighting the urge to be like, that's what she said. Uh, it was like how he said, I don't know. I'm sure like it doesn't sound as dirty as it did in the moment, but he was like, yeah, it's like really thick in there. I'm like, mm, yeah, that's what she said. Um, and then a little bit later, he's like explaining how to, you know, lubricate the pipes and everything. And I just thought it was funny, but I'm like, why am I this way? <sighs> anyway. Um, and then another thing that I've been putting off anxiety is like, I hate if you're one of those people that hates phone calls, I freaking hate talking on the phone. And that is up to like a whole other level when I have to like call and either make an appointment or um, dispute something, especially disputing something because I'm like, you're going to get me real fired up real fast. And I hate that because that takes all that energy away from you. And I needed to cancel some things that I've been putting off because again, I didn't want to call. And of course I end up on the, like these long holds. One of them was a 30 minute hold. One of them was a 15 minute hold. Um, I just, I mean, I got stuff done. I've been productive today, but the anxiety of certain things, I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I'm like, well, what if I don't get this done? What if I, uh, all the things, um, 
So if you are a fellow of high functioning anxiety or just anxiety in general person, um, I feel you, boo. And I hope you're doing all right. And <laughs> try not to worry about the things that are out of your control. I will say I ended up not having to pay a lot because the guy did work with me. Um, I don't know if he felt bad. I don't know if it was my new beautiful purple hair that um, Mandy refreshed for me last night. Um but he was like, let me try this first. And if it doesn't work, like, yeah, it's it's going to be this much money. So it's at least working for the time being. And we'll see if it if it lasts. Um, so there was a whole lot of uh, information about my day. Um, and I hope that y'all's day went better than that. I'm sure if you were at school, like normally I would have been at school too. That was another thing. It's like, I feel bad explaining to the kids who are there. I'm like, no, I'm not if this were any other day, I would still be there with you guys that are there. Um, I'm not bailing on you. Um, so that's like another thing you worry about. You're like, oh, the kids that do show up, I hope they don't think that I'm like, oh no, I'm not going to be there because of this threat. Like, no, normally I would be one of the few people there still. And, um, cause if you're showing up, why wouldn't I show up? These are, these are again, things that we shouldn't be doing, um, or having to deal with, which also has been on my brain lately. Like, learning things about me but something that's been on my brain is I keep being more called to the mental health and counseling um part of my life and that's what I'm wanting to pursue more and one of the things that I was literally talking to someone about the other day was um long-term mental health care for these people that are surviving these school shootings and um I actually reached out to somebody I went to high school with he was the head band director at Santa Fe High School in Texas that had a school shooting and I asked like hey you know what what was the follow-up with that like because I've been thinking I'm like I'm sure right away after it happens obviously they're like you know here's crisis counselors and all the support and let us know if you need anything but like as time has gone by what happens you know and um he's like yeah I mean, administration was really bad after that, and he's like, we would have these monthly meetings, but it, it turned more into, like, a complaining, you know, bitch fest about that, and he's like, it wasn't productive, and so, but, but I mean, that's kind of it. It was more of, like, I think, like, a support meeting once a month, um, so I'm just that's another thing that's been on my mind and my heart. I'm like, what are we doing to support these people long-term? And think about these kids who've experienced this. It's like, yeah, you're like, okay, we're here for you if you need us. But then like 10 years down the road, what does this look like for these um, kids? And then in just in general, I've been on my mind. um, We need, we just need so much for education. But one of the big things that just from communicating with my students lately is I feel like they need um, someone there that's helping explain their their mental health diagnosis that they're getting, especially when they're being referred um, or if they're coming back from inpatient, that they're getting that support they need. Um, having support for um, victims of sexual abuse that's at school. Um, another thing that I've watched recently was... Um, what is it called let's keep it between us I think it was on Hulu and it's about um, the grooming situation that happened in Little Elm so if you're from Texas and you're from DFW like that's kind of a a place that you you know about and you maybe have heard about but there's inappropriate relationships with teachers happening there and things like that and I just there's so much that we need to be doing for our kids and they're just being failed left and right outside of you know everything that's happening with academics um 
So like that weighs on my heart a lot lately too. And I've been struggling with that. So I just, I don't know why I'm sharing it, but I felt the need to share it. Um, just, yeah, that's where my mind's been at. And so my whole theme of this week was going to be about periods. <laughs> and then I got super serious for a minute. But the periods kind of started with some students too, because the other day in class, you know, one of them brought up, I think asking about um, like, if I had any pads or tampons and the majority of the students at our school based on the demographic don't like to use tampons so that whole um, tidbit aside one of the girls ended up bringing up the fact that there are three holes down there and they all looked at me like wait is that right and I'm confirming like yeah guys and they're all just like like mine mind blown they're like, we really have three holes down there. I'm like, yes, guys. I'm like, you have, you know, the, the hole that you pee out of, that's your urethra. You have your vagina. So that's what you're, you're bleeding out of, you know, when you have your period and then you have your anus where, you know, number two comes out. Um, they had no clue, which is another thing where like, I know that's, that's not just uh, right now because I've talked to um, people my age. They're like, oh, I had to find that out myself or I had to learn that or I learned that later on in life. Um but that like blows my mind that kids aren't being taught that like they don't even know about their own body like it's one thing if you know guys don't know about those things but it's another thing when you don't even know that about your own body so if you are one of those people who didn't know you have three holes down there not two surprise <laughs> um and I, that makes me also think I'm like do you do they even know why they have their periods um you know, the short version, you have your ovaries that have the eggs, it releases the egg once a month, it attaches to the uterine lining. Um, if the egg doesn't get fertilized, then you shed your uterine lining, which is coming out with the blood and everything that that is your period. Um, you know, and that's what happens once a month. So another thing that I feel like in recent times, it's like, why are we afraid to talk about our periods because I feel like girls especially in high school which that's understandable in junior high you know you get embarrassed talking about it in front of other people um and I used to be kind of quiet and I am if they approach me quietly like then I'm gonna keep it discreet as well but in general I'm like we we should be able to talk about it I was being very open you know with um a male teacher the other day and at the hair salon last night we were being very open about it and there's a male hairstylist and he's like yeah he's like it'd be weird if y'all couldn't talk about that around me I'm like exactly and like 50% of the population has a period so like why are we acting like it's so taboo to talk about um we're all here because of periods um it's a you know it's a um it's a physical thing that's happening that we have no control over um it, it just I feel like things would be better if there was more understanding behind it um, and I think over the years that just there um, I know I always kind of rag on men but I feel like you know men don't want to hear about it and so like it's another kind of like a shameful thing like you oh you shouldn't um, you know be open about that or you shouldn't um, be talking about that nobody wants to know you should keep that private you that's gross things like that um, and it shouldn't be that way. Like I said, it happens. I feel like one of the biggest things, especially growing up, um, you know, if you bleed through your pants or, you know, whatever you're wearing, like that's so embarrassing. Um, and then it's like, but why? You know, when you really think about it, it's like, yeah, you bled through your pants, you bled through your dress, whatever. But 
you d- again you didn't have control over that and and so it should be like oh instead it's like ooh she's on her period ew but like why is it ew i i just feel like we need to think about and ask ourselves questions like why why is it why are we are why are we reacting that way um but it's super embarrassing it's another thing that women have to deal with that you're like well shit I have to worry about that too on top of everything else going on in life. Um, You know, we know there's cramps. We know there's bloating. We know there's PMS. We know there's a bunch of different things that happen to our bodies. Um, The hormone changes, everything else um, that happens during that time of the month. And that happens every single month. And again, it's like, I feel like we have more understanding behind it that maybe we could be able to... um, I don't know, have some, some, something positive come out of all, out of all of that. Um, on Instagram, a couple of people, I said like, you know, what are some things that you wish people knew, um, or I wish like guys knew, but people in general knew about periods. Um, and one of my friends said that we are strong and amazing and healthy, all positive things. So that's exactly what I was just talking about. Like making it all positive instead of negative. Like, again, it's like, why are we why is it just such a bad thing um that not everyone gets grumpy or wants zero contact during your period that's fair too yeah um it can be painful and nausea inducing again um I'm not going as specifically into all of that but um the side effects can be so extreme and I don't think that everybody realizes how it can impact your daily life um, when things are that extreme Um, you know if you have PCOS um, endometriosis anything um, if you have um, what was I say cysts on your ovaries anything like that there's there's all these other things that escalate and um, make that pain worse for you um, to stop assuming that when we are mad or upset, it's because we must be on our period. Girl, preach. That one, that's one of my biggest ones. It's, it's like, if we have attitude, if we snap at you, if we whatever, um, it has to be because we're on our period, right? Like, if we have any attitude, oh, she must be on her pyramid, period, it must be that time of the month. Ooh, it must be that time of the month. Oh, my God. So, it's like... <laughs> And it was joking around the other day with a coworker, and he was like, well, I just thought it might have been like a menstrual thing. And him and I have that relationship to joke around. I'm like, no, I was y'all like you didn't realize like I was legit upset. And I said, now you have the proof and you understand why. And he's like, yes. I'm like, why don't we just assume that first <laughs> instead of assuming, you know, because we're worked up. It's because of it's that time of the month, because honestly, guys, So y'all can get in a bad mood and y'all can snap and you can do all these things. But if we do it, it has to be because of that. No, we're human too. Like there's going to be times that we have those reactions that have nothing to do with our hormones. Um, Also, like just, you know, it's that kind of goes into the whole standing up for yourself and, um, you know, being confident and bold and outspoken and things like that. If, you know, if you're a guy that's what's expected but if you're a woman it's like there's something else that has to be behind it like oh she's a bitch I think we've talked about this before like oh she's a bitch um or anything else I don't know why bitch is the only word that's coming to mind right now so that girl's a bitch (laughs) um but yeah I feel like that's the biggest one for guys and then I did have a guy that um brought this one to my attention but talking about period sex um (laughs) 
he put that if you can walk through the mud, you can fuck through the blood. And I don't know if he expected me to actually say that or not. Um, so I, I don't know. Are we talking about um, anal sex? So like if you're willing, if a guy's willing to do anal sex, then he should be able to have sex while she's on her period. Um, so I did actually do a poll for period sex because I know it can go both ways. Um, and I think it ended up being about a 60, 40 split at the end. 60 were no, but 40 were yes, which was a little bit closer than I thought it would be. And I think if you have never tried it or actually thought about it, instead of just ruling it out, I will say, um, that there are benefits from the, some of the people that I've been speaking with, um, so for a female like yes I feel like we we kind of know like we're a little bit horny around that time of the month but it also um your body parts are more sensitive like your vagina is more sensitive you know the area around that is more sensitive um so it can actually be more pleasurable for you there um I mean that's also a lubrication there a lubricant um one guy that we asked he was like uh yeah he's like but he's like my one word of advice is don't look down (laughs) don't look down um so that also makes sense too I mean the suggestion would be to do that in the shower right so you're you're cleaning as you go you don't have to worry about making a mess um also I had a a female friend say it kind of depends like it depends on your mood because I think it also depends on your flow. Like if, if it's a really heavy day, you're not going to want to ha- have period sex by any means, right? But I feel like, we're, you know, you're talking a little bit more like on a, a lower flow day, especially for a girl. I feel like that's not as, um, you know, unheard of to consider. And I mean, you know, you can put a towel down, use a condom. I mean, there, there's so many different things that you could do to try that experience if that's something that you're interested in. Um but you're also entitled to like, you're like, no, I don't want to do that. (laughs) And if you feel gross or you feel any type of way, like good for you say, no, don't do it. Um, but I feel like if you and your partner are both comfortable, whether you are male, female, 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 any of the, any of the mixtures, any of the, anything in between, um, that if you're both comfortable with it, then that's great. I think for me personally, I would, um, it matters to me if I trust that person. I I feel like that's one of those things too. If we were more comfortable with periods in general as a society, I think that that this uh, period sex wouldn't be as big of an issue. And um, but because it is the way it is, I feel like you know you would want a partner who uh, is not gonna make you feel shame or feel embarrassed or anything you know, cause it, you kind of don't know what will happen throughout that process, but that can just, y'all can get through it and be respectful and, um, supportive and all those good things as you go through. So I guess the biggest takeaway from this, uh, for me would be that you shouldn't be embarrassed or ashamed that you get your period. Um, it's a natural thing. It happens for most women. Um, it's part of what brings life into this world. Um, it's what make you know, it's part of what makes you a woman. And, um, you know, if you do have little girls, like make sure at some point they're getting some education about what's happening in their body and maybe even also about their anatomy, but that you're, um, you know, with little boys growing up too, I would say to, um, you know, find a way of explaining, 
what's happening with menstruation so that especially like think about I feel like that we know that girls I mean boys that have sisters and things like that growing up are a little bit more understanding but um it's something to kind of think about maybe educating sons on as they're growing up too so that they can be more supportive um for the women around them and I am still doing the show me your sass hashtag on Instagram and tag um, sassy and sweats. I want to see you guys looking your most confident and sassy. I would love to share some of those also on Instagram. And I've been talking to a few people lately about coming on the show as guests. So I'm really excited about what is to come for sassy and sweats. If you haven't ever liked or commented or rated um, the podcast I would love for you to do that click that follow or subscribe and I will chat with you next week have a good one